I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Today, we had such a fun conversation with one of my friends that I am so excited for you to listen to. Her name is Rebecca Ford. She is the director of the Mr. and Miss Super Amazing Pageant in Tooele High School. And it's the most entertaining, most fun, most meaningful experience I've ever had. And I can't wait for you to hear her talk about it herself. Let's get proximate. Welcome back to First Lady and Friends. We have just a phenomenal guest here today. We're already laughing. I've already had to start over because we have my dear friend, my new friend, Rebecca Ford, who is an incredible teacher, uh, special education teacher at Twilla High School. And we had the most go Buffaloes. And we had the most amazing uh, experience together. So, but first of all, before we get into that, let's talk about you. Let's talk about. Who you are, where you grew up, your background, a little bit of I love it. That, that stuff. Okay. So uh, I pretty much bleed purple because I've lived in Tooele since 1991 and it is my heart and soul. Go Buffs. And so I absolutely love Tooele High School. I love my job. I've been in the same classroom for 15 years. My entire career spent in one classroom. And so um, let's see here. What else? What other great things I have at my sleeve for you? Yeah. Okay. So talk about your, you, you were sharing a little bit of stories about your growing yes. up. And yes. so it was not... No, I had easy a very, or conventional. Correct. It was a very traumatic childhood, um, but also one that gave me like a platform to help other people. And that's kind of my, you know, I give it all back. All the credit goes to my dear mama because she is my heart and soul. And uh, she just always taught me to do good in the world and to be good in the world. And so, you know, um, I had a very abusive dad. And so it was hard on my brother and myself and my mom. And so my mom um, had actually seen an episode of Oprah. That talked about abuse and women who were getting abused. And so that's what actually made my mom have the push to finally leave my dad. And then that's when we went to Tooele. And I've been there ever since. And that's just my heart. I love Mm -hmm. that. It's my sweet home, my sweet sunshine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now you all know why I love her so much. This is going to be such a fun podcast. You're just too kind. (laughs) So we met a little bit ago uh, when, first of all, we connect in a lot of ways. Yes. Uh, We are special education teachers. Mm -hmm. Uh, we there, we just have a, a lot of the same passions. Right. Um, we, we decided you, that you sound like CV Nicks. And so You're too we, kind. <laughs> hey, don't forget that we're both uh, super cool moms. We are super cool say, moms don't that. and yeah. lots of other things, <laughs> but let's, let's talk a little. So you've been, mm-hmm. so you, you grew up, uh, the rest of your time in Twilla. Yes. Um, and then and then what? You graduated from Twill High School? Yes, I did. So so what actually led me to be a special ed teacher? You want me to talk about that? Yes, yes. Okay, we're back. Josh, sorry about that. Pause and <laughs> five, six, five, five, six, seven, eight, down, up. We're ready. We're back. Sorry about that, guys. And we are back on the air here. So yeah, what led me to be a special education teacher? 
Um, so I actually used to be terrified of people with disabilities because I had a cousin who was bedridden and every time we'd go to see him, he loved my long hair. And so every time I'd walk by his bed, he'd grab my hair. So of course, being a young kid, you just assume that everybody is going to grab your hair if they have a disability. You just associate, you put them two and two together. And so I got into high school and I had one freshman class president and the junior class president had Down syndrome. And so it's like one of those things where like we just had to connect because you know, it was it was just our paths were meant to cross, and that's where they crossed. And so I got to high school. Um, I had to start going to a lot of leadership meetings with him, and it like I mean, I had to get acquainted to it really fast because every day I'd walk in for some reason, he would just jet from the back, give me a hug, and then walk me to my seat, give me a little pat, kiss on the head, and he'd go sit down. Every single day, this was the same routine that he would do. And so I um like he he just. There was something about him and the way that he saw me that he saw like more potential for me. And it's like he saw greatness in me that he was like, okay, this lady has got to be a special ed teacher because he right there changed my whole life. And so when we were in uh, student council together, he came up one day and like, of course, in high school, we all know how it is. When you get in a fight, it is the end of the world with your friends. And so I had walked in. I was a hysterical hot mess. Okay, minus the hot, just a mess. Let's face it. <laughs> so I walk in and oh, wow. And so, you know, Brett uh, got up from his seat. He like could tell I was in like this disarray of panic, high school drama and angst, I think. And so he came in, gave me this biggest hug and he started singing the song. Uh, I am a child of God, but he changed the words to say, you are a child of God, saying the whole song to me and then went and sat down. And I was like, there was something that minute that just like flipped in me where I went. Not one of these other people got up to like see how I was except for him. Mm -hmm. And so after I went to him and I said, hey, like, where do you go? Like, I never see you, you know, like in the halls or anything. And he goes, oh, like, I'll take you to my class and show you my friends. So he walked me down there and I became a peer tutor. Like the minute I walked in, all of them, like they didn't care that I was the freshman class president or a softball player. They just loved me because I was just there, you know. And so there was something about like their spirits and kindness that like it just changed something in me. Mm. And so I did it every year ever since and then went to Utah State. Go Aggies. Go Aggies. Yep. <laughs> See, you knew it was coming, Abby. You knew it was coming. Yep. Went up there straight up in Logan. You know, I was an ambassador for them. Mm. Up in, So I, I like loved it. Yeah. yeah. I just, I loved, I love all of it. I love college. I love high school. Oh, People are like, I never relive it. I'm like, oh, I would relive it all. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it all. I definitely make a few other choices, but I loved it all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so cool. I mean, that that's kind of a little bit my experience, too, because I had I grew up with a couple of kids in in my, actually my church congregation okay. that had Down syndrome oh. and they just became part of my they they actually became were in my class with me. Um, and my sister, my one friend, John, it feels like the same kind of experience. Uh He, you know, we grew up going to church with them and he, my sister actually babysat sat him all the time and he just became one of those different, I do (laughs) talk about the funny stories that they, he, his family every year at Christmas time told him that his that Santa Claus was going to bite his toes if he if he didn't wear his slippers to bed on Christmas Eve. And so to this day, to this oh day, goodness. John still wears his slippers to bed on Christmas Eve, so Santa so doesn't you bite. You actually his still keep in contact as well. Yes, yeah, I do too. I uh, love that. Yeah. So, so cool. like, what's he up to now? Or have so, you ever interviewed him for like this I kind of should, thing? I should. His family cool. the, again, total family friends. They've right. his sister is my was my sis, my kids's 
uh, middle school English teacher. Oh my goodness. She's amazing. The family's amazing. I worked for his dad, right. you know, the construction company in high school and stuff. And he, yeah, just dear, dear friends. He works, at least I know he has, I don't know, his health has been bad lately. So I, mm-hmm. he's worked at the local grocery store. Um, in Mount Pleasant for a lot of years, and so he's cool. just like a part of the community. That I see, mean, that's people, what makes yeah. the difference. The fact when the community embraces it, like yeah. you know, because it's one of those things where they can just come and go. But then, like, I have students that work at Starbucks, and like the community is like, okay, I will only go this day from this time to this time because yeah. they want to see him. And it's like, so I'd love. I bet you your partner is yeah. just like that. Oh yeah, like yeah. same. He's mm-hmm. he's he's so sweet. In fact. <laughs> This is another funny story. I have so many funny stories of John. Oh, we could write books. We could write books. All special ed teachers always say that. Like, we could write books. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he, he would, yeah. So when his, sadly, his father passed away and um, I had seen him in the grocery store shortly thereafter. I gave him a big hug. It was before the funeral. And I said, are you okay? And I gave, you know, just, I'm so yeah. sorry about your dad and, and gave him a big hug. And he said, yeah. He said, "My mom, she she been drinking." <laughs> and I like his mom is not a drinker that I know of. But he was, and especially when they're in your church congregation. <laughs> I lost it, and he told everybody that she she'd been drinking. And I was like, John, only John could sit here and make me laugh about your about your dad dying. Anyway, so I. <laughs> He's okay, just that is awesome. A dear, dear friend. I love that. So, like, so how cool. old would you say he is now? He's just older than me. He's um, like two years older than me. Okay. But he was always in my class growing up in school. I love that. So, yeah. So, were they really like in your like the high school that you grew up? Like, was your high school really accepting of people with disabilities, or was it still kind of getting new? And getting it, you used know, to because it? I'm a little older than you. It, it was a little new. In fact, when I w- in second grade was the first time because from IDEA, you know, they right, actually right, right. finally came back. I'm not that old, but like yes. they did mm-hmm. come back to our school, right? In when I was in second grade, and so they ended up putting the kids with really severe disabilities, you know, mm-hmm. kids with Down syndrome yep, yep, and stuff yep. uh, like that. That's what I teach, yeah. In my in my school because it was from around the district. Okay, okay. Because I don't think they had the resources at no, that time right. to have them in different, you know, all the different mm-hmm. elementary schools. And so they stuck them, I shouldn't say stuck them, but they put them right. all together in in my in my class, which was great for yeah, me because yeah. I grew up with them um, so you as, had like so it was second grade, so it was on. like just second graders without disabilities, and then the rest of like kids with severe disabilities in there too. Was yeah. it just one teacher, or did they each have? So they had a yeah, they had a resource teacher, and then okay. they would come into our class for different things. I do remember in fifth grade we were like be in a one of those portables, and they were on you know the resource uh, classroom oh, yes. was on one side, and Split we were by, on like, the, the other bathroom side. in the middle. Yeah. Kind of, okay, yeah. I get what you're saying. So mm-hmm. we so we had the we had them in my classroom, and again, so it was like I saw them in my community i saw them in yeah. my and they were in my church so they we just grew up with them always and so they were the inspiration for me going into um special education I as, love that. as a vocation so and so yeah. then how long did you teach seven years is that no i'm trying I to remember taught, the bio i'm like i know i, I was gonna say bio? i taught zero years i did really? my student teaching pregnant with my oldest Oh my goodness! And then and you have four kids, right? I have four kids, okay. and okay. we were. It's, my husband was in law school, and so oh I finished. <laughs> and yeah, and then that was. Then I have been raising my babies ever since, and 
So I never did actually have my own oh wow job in oh you in would have classroom. been like the best that's the thing I'm <laughs> like, would, I know so and I good. love going in there we just student we just um, substituted Spencer did and then I did. Uh, a, in a special education classroom. Oh, so, they, so you guys got split up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we weren't cool. together. Yeah. Okay, I thought you guys so were just going fun. in together to so. do like the visits and the stories. Or Okay. Yeah, so it was super great. But I should be interviewing you, and I will oh, do that when we come right back. So we are back here with Rebecca Ford. Hi. Our, uh, <laughs> our amazing <laughs> special education teacher from Tooele High School. That's right. And um, I'm going to take this interview back. Okay. Go ahead, my dear friend. Go ahead. I'm just so fascinated. Yeah, I'm just so fascinated by you. That's a good idea for the podcast. So I'm going to interview you. Yes. Yes. Please pick well, me for that. Okay. Because yes, okay. I would really rock it. You you are rocking it. Thank but you. So I do kind. have some questions for you. Go ahead. I, I want to talk about this amazing pageant. Mm -hmm. So I was invited because I had gone out to Twilla High School to introduce uh, or to to announce to our unified team, Mm -hmm. our soccer team, that they get to go to the USA Games. Yes, in Florida. In Disney World, Florida, which is so amazing. They're so excited. Uh That was the best assembly. That was just such a great assembly. Yes. It was so much fun. We had a blast. It was so great. We had Rayel Salt Lake there. We oh, had it. Yeah. Anyway, it was so fun. It was so fun. But while I was there, I was asked to, mm-hmm. they said, you have to come back. You have to come to this yes. pageant. We want you to be a judge. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know, people say oh, stuff. Of course, and you're of like, course. yeah, sure, yeah. okay. Yeah. We'll be there. Then, See you later. See you five. So, yeah. And then a little, and then a few months ago, mm-hmm. I get, I get this again. We get a request. And they're like, we want you to come be a judge at this pageant. And I'm like, yeah, we got to do it. I, I I talked to him about it. I said I would do it. Yeah. I got to go out and do it. And it was, so I didn't really know what to expect. Right. Um, Were you expecting anything like it was? Like no. as extravagant? Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you have to tell us all about this pageant because I was blown away and I've tried to explain it to people and it's really hard for them to wrap their brain around right. what happened okay. and what I experienced that night. Yeah. But it was tears. It was laughter. It was sheer joy on Thank every you. level. So Thank I you so wa- much. And you and I said, I have to have her on here. She, oh, first of all, has the personality. That. Obviously, you're hearing that today. That. The personality that like, it's just unbelievable. And then just you pulled off this amazing pageant Thank you. Thank that you. Thank you. was an experience I I will never forget. So, so you'd like to judge about... again next year? Absolutely. Okay, Miss Cox is in. So... Make sure you make note of that, everybody. <laughs> so tell us about the pageant, how okay. it came about, just the, how right. it all got okay. started and where it is now. Perfect. So um, as you know, teachers, they do not really make a lot of money. And especially starting Indeed. out as a new teacher. And we had just bought a house and I was spending pretty much all, well, like we had bought a townhouse and I was spending pretty much my whole paycheck buying stuff for students that like didn't have shoes or like they were coming to school with like holes, like literally their, you know, not the style not kind the- of pants, but we're talking <laughs> literally holes everywhere. And, um, and so I was like, something's got to change. And so, you know, I started doing like, we actually did a bake sale is what, how it started. And we were like, well known for this bake sale. It went all, all over national news, this bake sale when Michelle Obama tried to do the healthy eating in oh, schools yeah. Yeah. initiative. Which it passed, okay, because then our big cell got shut down, which was very hard because, like, that was our main source of fundraising in the beginning. Okay. Um, And that that was just a few years back that did. But to kind of, like, 
also go with it, we started the Mr. and Miss Amazing pageant because one of my students, so I've got a great peer tutor program and we're one of the largest in the, in the whole state of Utah. And when I first got there, we only had eight peer tutors. And now we have hundreds and hundreds of peer tutors and everybody wants to take it. And I've, you know, and now I've been there 15 years. I'm like raising generations of like families. Yeah. So it's just really cool because like, you know, all these people, like that's like their goal is like, Miss Ford, as soon as I get there, can I please be an escort? Because like my other siblings were and I'm like, yes, you can't. Like, it's just cool to see all these generations. Like, you know, even like some of the escorts on the stage, like one of them, his dad was my fourth grade teacher. Oh. You know, and the other one, we were in student government together, like her mom and I. And then, you know, it's just neat to see like, even though way back in high school and now I'm raising their kids. Yeah. And on top of that, like families are like being changed by a movement of loving people with disabilities, you yes. know, and that's my whole thing. Like, I just want everybody included and everybody treated equally. So it started. One of my students wanted to be in the homecoming pageant. This is way back when I first started teaching. OK. And, you know, I thought, like, how are we going to do this? Like, how are we going to? And at the same time, like, I'm also trying to fundraise, like, how are we going to get shoes and how, you know, and that's when my dear sweet mama love her. OK. She came in and she's like, well, we got to figure this out. Yeah, we do. So one of my peer tutors came up to me and she's like, I am just so sad that, like, they couldn't be in the in the like homecoming pageant. I said, well, it's not that they couldn't. It's just like it's more of like a really formal pageant. And like you have to be a senior. You have like it's all these stipulations that you have to do to be like in a pageant. You know, and even like if you do like Miss Tawilla City. So I'm like, they're never going to get that chance. And with me, like I fundraise a lot so that my kids can do things like they all go to their prom. They all go to dances. They all, you know, and we just cover it all because like. I don't ever want them not to participate in their real high school career. So with me, I'm like, if I can fund that and not from the, you know, few hundred dollars the district gives me each year for classroom supplies, like if we could just have a full self-funded classroom that if the students had any needs, you know, like we could do it. Mm -hmm. You know, we always make sure like our seniors get their yearbooks like we buy. So we just we buy a lot along with like all of our classroom needs, too. Well, sorry about me. I'm skipping over. I'm going back now. Thank you, Josh. Rewind and play. Okay. So um, this was the crazy part about the pageant is, so one of my students was really upset. Just one of my peer tutors, because she's like, well, I'm doing the pageant. Like, it's not fair that they can't. And so I was like, you're actually right. And then she started talking to me about that. She had seen this little girl in um, in at 7-Eleven in the drive through or like in the little uh, drive up, I guess you call it, yeah. getting drinks. And she had Down syndrome and she was wearing a crown. And I'm like, hmm. And so she's like, why couldn't we have a pageant for people with disabilities? And I was like, Chelsea, that's actually like a genius idea. I'm like, there's no reason we couldn't. Well, she wanted to do it right then before she graduated high school. So all of a sudden, like we put together this little hokey dokey pageant. Like we just got some old wedding. Like we're talking the columns, you know, the good yeah, yeah, yeah. fashioned white columns. Connected a few like chiffon and raffia, put a little bow on it. And it's like, this will be your pageant, you know. And we could not believe like the turnout we had. And we made like $2,000 from like the first one. Wow. Like it was just, oh, actually, no, I just stemmed a season. Rewind, play. We made almost $1,000 on the first one, okay. which that paid for like so many things. But I'm thinking like they didn't have any time in the schedule for us to get in. So they put us in like spring break, like the, oh, yeah, yeah. pretty much the first day before you go to spring break, which everyone's already gone. So I'm like, we could do better. Like if we had it planned next year. And so that's what we just did. We started like putting it together and it's become like this huge fundraiser that like our community is amazing at supporting it because it's all just donations and it all just goes to like anything kids with special needs could need at Twill High School. Oh my so gosh. yeah, it's just, it's become so big. Like it's, and that's what I always tell people. I'm like, it's bigger than us. Like yeah. it changes lives. Like 
It's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. It's remarkable, you know? Yeah. And so you walk in and you walk into Twilla High School now. So, and, and you've had COVID was an issue. And when we went this a few weeks ago, it was, I think it was the Twilla Sansbury Hart yes. uh, Park ball game. Yeah. The rivalry. So that was, yes. But that was, it was still an auditorium right. full. And that's what we were, because, you know, usually before COVID, we'd always pack the auditorium. Like, you know, and people like, it is this big thing where people come in and try to save seats like before the event. It's just this. It's just be, and to me it's because very like, exclusive. Yes, like I never thought it would get as big as it is, and so and it's almost like so big now that I'm like okay, you know, because my goal is to. Well, before I talked to your helper out there, and she told me that when you guys did your run, how many um, cities you did? Yeah. 248. 248. She's like, in 29 counties. I'm like, okay, so I didn't know there were that many. But like, my <laughs> whole goal is to like have each town have like. Like if they could each do a pageant, yes, and then we do a state competition, yes. There's so no that, reason, no. So that's what I wanted. Yeah. I'm like, how do we replicate this? Because right. that's what I was thinking the whole mm-hmm. time. I'm there. I'm like, how do we rec- yeah. replicate this? Right. Everybody mm-hmm. needs to participate mm-hmm. in this, like yeah. every district. So I, right. I was thinking like districts because oh, there's see, only like forty that. some of those. Because how many, are there, how many districts? Like forty two. Forty two districts in Utah, I believe. Oh my goodness! I would have guessed maybe ten. <laughs> somebody no can idea. somebody can fact check me on that, but I, it's forty something. That is crazy. I didn't yeah. know there were that many. So okay, if but you still, do, if you do like mm-hmm. a district, because I'm thinking, because wasn't isn't yours a district? Mine's yeah, mine's all of Tula County School District. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you did like a Sandpit County, you know that could even yeah. be a, include a couple of three districts because exactly. we have three districts mm-hmm. in Sandpit. So you do that, and then you do have a big state one. Right. I think it would be. We you should do that. this. Okay, I'm so in. Oh my goodness, I just love her but so much. But you have much. to tell us about like yes part of the pageant you're right okay so i'll back up okay so you know and after i did like the first after i did like the first pageant like i started realizing like you know because my whole thing is i just want to spread awareness that like people with disabilities they're just they're just people like there's you know we don't ever because that's the thing that will drive me crazy on the news is they'll always be like oh the little autistic boy got lost today or the down syndrome child ran away and i'm like can they just be a person like do they have to be a disability attached to that right and you know? of and we learned in college in college yep. in mm-hmm. at utah state go aggies yep. go aggies the the idea of people first and, and that has stuck with me <laughs> me too not only with with our friends with all different abilities oh, absolutely but you know, you know, if you talk about, you know, somebody that mm-hmm. is Hispanic, you you say yes. this person, that person first yes. and their name, say their name. Don't. Exactly. Anyway, that's kind of been my big thing. And, and that's it, funny because that's my. Yeah, it, it, it does. Helps it goes you with to you. Think mm-hmm. about people first. Right. I mean, it, it seems like, oh, it's semantics. No, it actually isn't just mm-hmm. semantics. It really does help you to think about a person as right. a person. Yeah, because I mean, how how much of a better world would we have if everyone just saw people as people, not like different levels or what they can do to benefit from that person? Because exactly. I feel like, especially in the business world, there's a lot of that, like the dog eat dog, where it's like, oh, I'm your friend to your face, but then behind your back, I'm not the same person. You know, and that's why, like, I just teach my students be kind to everybody, teach or treat the custodian the same way you would the president of the United States. Like they're just people, and that's why I'm all about equality and inclusion. Yes. You know, because my mom was telling me that. Um, you know, when she grew up, she's like, I didn't even know there were people with disabilities in my school because they would all get bussed there. They would get like, and then they would all put them into one room and they'd stay there. Yeah. And they wouldn't even get to come out for lunch. Lunch would be taken down to them or, you know, they would actually take the students with disabilities and like take them to a whole other place. That's, and that's yeah. what happened in my right, community. Second grade. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And so it's so fascinating to me that like, that that's 
how it's like how it was and that that was okay. Yeah. To me, I'm like, oh, right? I'm glad I was not born back then because I probably would have been in jail for something like <laughs> trying to bust it out and be like, no, no, you're coming in with all your friends at the school, yeah. you know, yeah. because I just can't imagine like you, you know, kind of like with you where you literally grew up with them. And then all of yeah. a sudden it's like you get to high school and it's like, oh, I'm sorry because you have a disability. You're in that building over there. Yeah. Because yeah. like, like, are we no serious? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, especially, no you know, and we're doing this huge thing at our school that's like spread the word to end the word, the yeah. R word. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's coming up next month. So we're getting all these shirts made, you know, inclusion matters because it's like, I don't think people realize like people are always like, oh, I'm here to help your people with disabilities. You know, that's what all my like students say. Oh, you know, hey, I just checked in like my football players, my cheerleaders. Oh, yeah, I just checked in to help your students. Like, I hear you guys need help, you know, and like to be a peer tutor. I'm like, okay. Now, the very end of the class, at the very end of the semester, I was given the same assignment. And I have for 15 years. So I have books of this. How has this class changed your life? Who in this class has made the biggest impact? And how will you use what you learned in here for your future? Mm. And it's like, and I just have books and books where I can like read all these people, you know, all these, like their lives were changed. And pretty much 95% say like, when I came here, like I thought I was going to be the one like helping them, but they actually like opened my eyes to like a whole new world. Mm. You know, it's just like, yeah. and it's our King who, who won the pageant when he tried to give away his crown to his best oh, friend. That's the part we're yes. crying. We are crying. Right. He's literally standing up there. He gets the crown. He wants the microphone. We think he's going to give some cute little Acceptance speech. speech, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he grabs the microphone and he tells his his yeah, friend. His escort. His uh-huh. escort, yeah. who's his best friend. Yeah, and she's also the varsity head cheerleading captain. She's amazing. <laughs> yes. And he tries to mm-hmm. give his crown to her. Yeah. Because, and he's like, anyway, I, it was, it, it was, was beautiful. Cause he's like, I wouldn't have been here. Like, had you not helped me and been my best friend? Oh, I lost it. Oh, it I was, just turned to the side on that one. Yeah. <laughs> we all are bawling. It was beautiful. And really I want to talk a little bit more about this when we come right back. We're back here with Rebecca Ford, our uh, pageant, uh, Mr. And Miss super amazing pageant mm-hmm. director, as well as a special education teacher at Twila high school. And we are talking about this amazing, super amazing pageant. Oh, yes, absolutely. Was, we had to do that because infringement rights, okay? <laughs> yes, that's... <laughs> yeah, seriously. That happened. We really did, yeah. I, yeah Even so, though our pageant was before theirs and they only do it for girls in Nebraska, we got yes. a, like a cease and desist. I go to my district and I'm like, so we need to fight this because my pageant was actually first. Yeah. yeah. So, it was great. Anyways, so that's why the super Super, now. Uh-huh. super amazing, which I think is fabulous. Oh, it so really we'll, is we'll super just, amazing. So we'll keep that is. there. We'll, we should totally yes. go with that. And um, I, so my experience was just seeing kids. First of all, you talk about the peer tutors and these friends that mm-hmm. came on stage Absolutely. with them. Yeah. I mean, these are kids that are, I mean, these are football players. Yeah. These are, you know, head cheerleaders. Right, the, right. These these are these are a, bro- a couple of siblings yes. that I thought was oh that was the cutest that was so amazing twins was, nonetheless twins. yeah and then there were two yeah I love that and then and so the brother was with his twin brother was his escort and they mm-hmm. they so tell me a little bit about what their role is right with the pageant and how they they help them okay absolutely so we could not do the pageant without the escorts because. Like they they literally just make the world go round. They're in the back and they're helping them like make sure they're in the right costume because we do a lot of costume changes. The contestants compete. Yes. Like this is a real pageant. Like people are like, so you actually judge them. I'm like, oh, absolutely. Like we're but not just going to give a participation trophy. But I do have to say. Yes. As a judge. How hard was it? I, I was not a very good judge probably <laughs> because I was like. Fives, fives, fives. They're all wonderful. Like, I could My not. mama did say that she did see a lot of fives coming from you. 
She really did. And, She's like, and I will she loved read. all of them equally. I'm I like, know. that's a special ed teacher for and, you. Uh-huh. Well, and the, and, the, and the judge next to me, who I will not reveal because they were amazing, but... A little, little tougher, little tougher. I would say I, probably I, yeah. a little more familiar with with judging and whatnot. Right. But actually, going like after going through judging sheets at the very end, because you know parents always ask for the judging sheets and oh, scores. No. See, it's good I gave but, good no, ones. No, but that's why we don't put your names on there, okay? <laughs> but the thing is, I could just tell by handwriting. So I was like, okay, this was a little bit tougher of a judge. But <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to be that harsh. I, she's passing them down, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> That's what Mama was said when she would get them. She's like, I look and like, depending on if that one was on top, she'd be like, okay, I would have given that at least a four, you know. <laughs> but it was great. It was great. So, but yeah, it was really hard to judge. But yes, yeah, go so, on. So, so yeah, they, so they compete um, in their famous wear, where they can be any famous person of their choice. And I love this one because like the imaginations come out. Like in the years past, we've had like a contestant with Down syndrome who wore a Lady Gaga meat dress. <laughs> And full blown had like pieces. And as soon as she walked out, I'm like, I think she just won it. Like, how do you beat a meat dress as Lady Gaga? Like, you can't beat that. Well, at this time, there was someone who was Nacho Libre. Oh my goodness! In spandex and all, and the whole with the with the you know the, yeah. it was the wrestling getup. Right, right. And her escort. Yes. Who was her? So that's her brother, brother. Yes. Who just got back from a mission? Yeah. Was fantastic, <laughs> and they did a full like wrestling, full blown thing yes. for the talent. And the best thing is the night before she because the brother had to work, uh, so she had to do that with her mom. Oh, <laughs> and it was so good that I told the mom, Polly, this is out, this is going out for you, and you know, do a high. But I literally told her, I was like, we could be rich if we would just put that on YouTube, <laughs> like of you wrestling Hannah dresses Nacho Libre. Like, it how was- can you beat that? hysterical mm-hmm. and fabulous and that was oh, great anyway so. Yeah, so so they compete in a famous wear so they and this is like they get to pick all of it like so you know we get like we help them with their outfits so we actually put out a thing for our community saying you know we really need dresses like we're in deep need of just like dresses of all sizes because you know there's a lot of petite girls but like we also like we need all sizes and so yeah. we just keep putting out the call and like our community is so great like we would just be sitting there just loads of dresses just keep coming in mm-hmm. so we have like we turn Turn this room into, or this this little room in my classroom into like a dress closet. But it's great because like kids from the whole community use this dress closet. Like, and they're just all formal dresses. And it's crazy because some of them, like, I get the bag. You know, they'll have the bag. It's like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, you wore that one time for prom and donated it. Well, bless you. Thank you. We'll take your next one too. Or you know, like, because it's crazy. Like these beautiful gowns. And so, like, and it's not even just our students with disabilities who use them. They also like all students with with. All like all abilities, everybody can use these dresses, you know, and we just have this little checkout system where they take them and wear them and then check them back in. So like they're constantly like we're constantly having other schools contact us for like, you know, or we also have like uh, people who are competing in Miss Tooele City. And so they're like, hey, like we really want to. But, you know, the dresses are so expensive. Like, can we just come and look through yours and alter? Please do. You know, it's just so exciting. But so so they compete in um, famous wear. And at the same time, we do an onstage question, which, so they actually know the onstage question ahead of time, okay. but every single time the answer is different. <laughs> That's the best part because a lot of them are like, okay, did they just get that question? I'm like, no, no, no. They actually have known about this question, but like, that's not the answer they gave yesterday. So I don't really know what exactly happened. You know, and that's what I always tell people like, this is totally like unfiltered. Whatever happens up here stays up here. Okay. And it's so great. Yeah. And then the best part, like I remember you told me, I think you told me to um, begin with. Like before we started yes. about the ending. So tell me about that. Which, the ending of which part? The, well, like, because everybody 
the they don't really know who won. Even oh, though, oh, yes, yes, okay, that's my favorite part. That was my favorite part. So at the very end, they um, they, we do crowning, and it, it really is the best. Oh, and these are rewind. fabulous crowns. Yes, we these get them all. are like thank you. Yeah, they're beautiful. Like they're, they're pageant crowns. They are mm-hmm. huge, yes, wonderful. We had crowns. people that were like, oh, well, here we'll donate some. We'll donate some, and I'm like, oh no, no. Like what people don't understand about me when I go big, I go big. Like I can't do anything <laughs> small. That's why I'm not small. <laughs> seriously try i'm over the top with everything and thank goodness my sweet parents like they just i okay special ed teachers could not do their jobs without paraeducators but then i also put a giant pageant on top of that yeah so (laughs) for them to like just take my crazy ideas it's like well we're gonna mount a chandelier and just cover it with flowers and lights and it's like you know and it's it's just like they make it all come together you know because it, it really does take a village especially to do that um so okay so they which part were we on? Go ahead and start again. Rewind and play. Okay. So let's talk about the 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 ending when when you get everybody crowned yes. okay. and then what happens. Okay. Yes. So after they get done competing in their three categories, because they also do um, they compete in formal wear as well. So after they get done, you know, we bring them all out with their escorts. So the thing is, once they bring them all out. It is the most magical time because it's the first time they're all on stage together. Yeah. You know, and it's, so it's like this big thing. And they're so excited because they don't have to do anything. So they can just sit and just look at how many people came. Because a lot of them, they're so focused on like, okay, I need to walk to the right here. You know, because we do rehearsal and everything. Like, it's a big deal. So, yeah, it's it's just, it's pretty awesome. But anyway, so the coolest thing is, though, you know, because people, they thought, like, because, you know, at first people didn't know with because I'm like, well, I want them to be judged, too. Because like, and I think that's a, um, like a big misunderstanding that they think about people with disabilities that they don't care. Like as far as what place they're in, as long as they get something. And I'm like, oh no, no, no. Like I've had people practicing for this pageant two years. Like the queen who won, she had been practicing two years straight through the pandemic and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she's so excited to finally yeah. do it because we got shut down a month and a half before the pageant started last with like with the pandemic. So that was very hard on a lot of contestants. Cause they're like well, now what are we going to do? And so like we kept thinking, could we do it Zoom? Could we do it? And it's like, it just doesn't work if we're not all together. So they bring them all, we bring them all back out, line them all up. And the best thing is they're all just so happy for each other that they forget like what place they're in. So they're not keeping track. So as we're going like third attendant, you know, second attendant, they're just so happy for their friends that they don't like, they don't even think like, oh, this is good because I'm getting hired to the title, you know, so they have no idea. They're just so happy for their friends. Like, I can't believe they want a crown, you know. And so it's that part just melts my heart. But as they get closer and closer, like we start to get to like the king and the queen. And still, like, even though there's only two people up there that do not have a crown, they still have no idea that they won. And it's so cool (laughs) because everyone in the audience knows. And so they can actually sit like watch those two people's reactions. But it's like they're looking around just like, well, this is a this this kind of sucks. I'm not getting anything, you know. And that's more like what they start to feel is like they're not getting picked. Like they're getting picked last for like. You know, an event, but I'm like, yeah. oh no, this is a good thing to be picked last in this kind of yeah, a thing. They, they haven't figured that right. Out yet. And so yeah. when you, they announced, like when we announced their names that they won, I mean, like it, they're just as surprised as they, <laughs> they're more surprised than anybody in the audience, you know? <laughs> and that's what I love is like their, rea- like their reactions and responses are just so pure of just joy and excitement. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's, it's one of my, seriously it was one of the most special experiences i've had and so i you know i and i'm I'm trying to figure out like how we duplicate this and you and i have talked about this so right so i think we we want to kind of get this but um 
I think you have to be in charge of the whole state one because you oh, are like you, are you so make kind. it go. You guys, thank but you, you make it happen. You thank really you. do. You I it's, just have a it's love you. For it. it's, it's my your, passion. It is. Yeah. It's your passion. It's your personality. It's thank your. You. I mean, and, and you've had these and your mama and oh, a sweet mama. She is so her. sweet, and yeah. I did meet her there, and she is amazing. And um, so, just trying to figure out how mm-hmm. we spread this because, like you said, and what we're trying to do with Unified Sports is yes, is really this whole school inclusion right idea of 100%. it doesn't matter who you are if you're yeah. LGBTQ, if you Absolutely. are a minority, if you are you know have different abilities right. like oh, yeah. whatever it looks mm-hmm. like how can we make schools be uh this inclusive environment that everybody feels love everybody feels like they have a sense of exactly. belonging exactly and that's that's like been my mission all along because it doesn't even matter like if a person has a disability they just need to feel like they belong yes you know and and i think that's what's so important because like inclusion to me is just it's not even like thinking of people with disabilities it's just everybody like why can't we just all love one each like love one another and be kind like i and that's the biggest thing if we could just be kind to people like the world would just be such a better place right it and doesn't I don't seem understand. like that hard <laughs> thank you i'm like i mean look at us in this room we are very kind okay <laughs> we've had no fist fights nothing in here okay <laughs> We are so kind. There's, it's still a little early. <laughs> <laughs> the night is still young, everybody. Or the morning. The morning is young. So I, I think that's the message, though, is, right. that, is that people, uniquely people that have disabilities who have sort of mm-hmm. been able to teach us, um, like you said, right. sheer joy. Oh, absolutely. Sheer acceptance. Mm-hmm. Just that sense of belonging. I mean, I have never been with my friend John that I've felt rejected. Right. Yeah. I've never been with somebody um, who has different abilities that I've not felt just loved. Absolutely. So I, I just think that's the answer. Yeah. And I, and I think that like if schools kind of like what we're talking about, maybe like districts, I think if they would take a bigger initiative in you know, focusing more because they focus a lot on minorities, but I think we also forget like people with disabilities are also kind of in that category where they don't really like, you know, and it's, it's like when I tell my peer tutors, like when we go through the close, the the course disclosure each year, I always say like about the R word, like, you know, back in the day, that's how they were referred to, you know, mentally the R word. And I said, but nowadays, like, it's like any other racial slur, like you just don't like, you just, you don't. And it's, it was disrespectful. Like it's disrespectful, you know? And I think that's hard to teach younger generations. But if we teach the younger generations, like look at like what that does to the older generations, because like I have so many of my peer tutors who are now special ed teachers all around like the world. And I love that because it's like, that's how it's supposed to be. Just, you know, you got to spread the message of it all. But I think if we don't focus on like such wonderful people who are literally the most pure of heart to actually like lead our student body. We're mm-hmm. in a wrong place yep. because like you don't ever hear about bullying at my school. Mm-hmm. It never happens. I can only tell you one time it's ever happened in my entire career, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was this big thing where one of my students got, because he was, you know, he's obviously he, he didn't look like he had a disability, even though he very much did. And that was hard for other people because they're thinking, okay, a person with disabilities, like you should have down syndrome and look at, you know, because yeah. it's very noticeable if you have down syndrome or you should be in a wheelchair. Like, so you don't just look at someone and be like, oh, they have a disability because 
you know, of how they look. Like we yes. never know what people are going through. And so one of my students had actually, um, a student came up to him in the hall, pushed him because he was walking too close to him. And he's like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And then he turned, you know, and, and then one of my peer tutors, who was also a basketball player at the time, got so upset full-blown punched the kid because oh. he was kept pushing, you know, his friend with disabilities and he had autism, kept pushing him. And he's like, hey, leave alone, you know, leave him alone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, like, what are you going to do about it? And so he did. And he did not get suspended because he was defending, you know, the yeah. student because he couldn't defend himself. And so I, it's just this cool, like, yeah. you know, but you would like, and even his parents were like, I would have never guessed like he would do that for someone with disabilities. Yeah. And, and now they're still best friends. Yeah. I, you know, so it's just so cool. It's it's being proximate. It's learning somebody's story. And right. I think that's that's the thing that I saw in in my experience in the classrooms mm-hmm. was what it does for the peers, what it does right. for the entire uh, school culture. Oh, absolutely. Is yeah. When you have that sense of inclusion, when you value kids that that seem different than you, mm-hmm. You and I think with your peer tutors, what you said is they they learn more than right. You know, Absolutely. they learn compassion. They learn mm-hmm. uh, to give people space to yeah. give them belonging. Um, so I, I just think it's beautiful, and I think everybody should spend time in in our classrooms with kids Absolutely. with disabilities, and mm-hmm. you should spend time um, learning from from those folks that have yeah. different abilities than you do. And I, I just think it's a beautiful thing it, that you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, and, and um, because of Brett Bevan, going back a little bit. So I was just thinking about this as you were saying that. But but like with Brett Bevan, this was kind of my big thing in my career is because he changed my life by being in student council. So I wanted to like have one of my students like run for student council, yeah. like, cause they kept talking, I want to be the president. I want to be the president. I'll make you a president, you know, <laughs> uh, of your class. Like, but yeah. you're not going to be the president of the United States yet, but maybe of your class you can be, you yeah. know, because it's one of those things where it's like, I never tell my students that they can't do anything. So I would just build them up and like, we find different ways. So it's like, you want to be a president. Okay. We'll find a way, you yeah. know, and kind of like when they're tr- like in their transition, like I want to be a YouTube star. Okay. Well, we can start your YouTube channel. Like anything they want to do, we just make it possible, yeah. you know? And so, so one of my students, because this was kind of like my thing, because I'm like, you know, look at all the students' lives that Brett Bevan changed. And just by him changing mine, like I've changed generations of like how people view people with disabilities just because Brett saw more in me than I did. And so that was my big thing is when one of my students mentioned he wanted to be the president, I'm like, we're definitely going to make you the president. And so we did. We ran the election and he won student body president. Well, senior class president. Okay. And it was the coolest thing because oh. it's like a, like. You know, this was the literally the second time in our history that I know of that we've ever had like a person with disabilities like in student council in a presidential leadership spot. Wow. And so it was this big deal that like, you know, and we were we were just hoping he would get on the council. <laughs> we weren't expecting the president. So when we found out like, oh, wow, he got president and like wiped out all the votes. Granted, we did pass out like hot dogs and stuff at lunch. <laughs> okay, So, I mean, we had all like whatever. You, but- he had an amazing <laughs> campaign team. Okay. I'm just saying I've never, ever uh, ran an election. I think, like, I think we're hiring you for our next <laughs> okay. election. Folks, looks like we're going Cox for a president United States, right? That's where oh, we're no, going that's, next. <laughs> that. Oh. oh, no. But they, I just, I love yeah. like, I, I don't know. And so I, I just want to make a difference. That's yeah. my whole thing. Like that's. You know, and I have a sign in my classroom that's like, so as soon as the students leave, they know every single day, like when they're coming and going, the sign and it says, you are loved, you make a difference and you matter. I love it. You know, because it's, and I even made myself the exact same sign. Thank you, yeah. Smallwood Homes yeah. for, um, <laughs> uh, this is not an advertisement. This is just a little company I love. So, but 
like, and they used to be so cute. Have you ever heard of small wood no, homes? No, okay. I don't know them. It's, it's all online. I don't even know where it's at, but like they make, they print right on wood. Oh, okay. So it's really cool. Like, so, but yeah, so I'm like, I got to have one of these at my home, you know, because I only have, yeah. I have two little kids. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, you are making a difference. Thank you so much. You're and so kind for having me. We are, we are going to continue to uh, honor you and we're going to get this started around oh, the so state because it, be so cool, huh? it matters and we want every oh student goodness. in this we're going to be lifelong friends, Miss Abby. State to, yes, to matter. Are. Yes, we are. We are BFFs and kindred spirits now. So, oh, yes. So, watch out, world. Here we come. Oh, I love this. <laughs> See you guys soon. Okay. Thank you.